Welcome everybody to another episode of Europe's B2B SaaS sales podcast. My name is Patrick and I'm really happy to welcome Michael Jesela today. Hi Michael, really nice to have you here in today's episode. Hey Patrick, hi, super cool. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm so excited to talk to you um, because actually Michael is uh, a guy who had all the challenges that I have right now. He had like one and a half years ago when he started his VP sales at Kozuno um, and they started with eight people in November 2020 or they were eight people in November 2020 when Michael uh, Michael joined and now they are about 170 and 60 people in sales. Crazy, crazy growth. Uh, Michael, at first uh, congrats for, for that and amazing that Thanks you're still there because <laughs> <laughs> because a sales leader is longer there for than, than a year. That's an achievement, especially. <laughs> totally, totally. I agree. <laughs> it was we hell of a ride. It was hell of a ride, but it was super cool. It's it's crazy. So we're all. I mean, we are very excited to, uh, to that you be that you're here today, and uh, let's dive right in uh, as usual with the two tactical tips. I guess I hand over to you, Michael. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Um, so yeah, let's start with the two tactical tips. First of all, um, I'm 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 interviewing a lot of candidates because uh, you know we are growing pretty fast. So uh, one of the two tactical tips is a question I ask always um, during my my interviews. Um, basically, it's what was the most critical feedback you ever got? And and I mean it can be from your former manager, someone from your private network, doesn't matter. Um, but here you will always see how, how honest people are uh, with you and how good they are at self-reflection. So if someone um, has yeah, something like being impatient comes up, you, you know that it's kind of made up. So um, most important for me is at this point, the right answer is always to be honest, you know? And there's not, not a right or wrong answer, but the right answer is always to be honest and to show vulnerability. And that's authentic. That's uh, exactly what I'm looking for in a candidate. Um, so yeah, that, that was my first tactical tip. And um, the second one um, I learned in a, in a, um, a former company in Dr. Leap, where I was for uh, four years, um, it's the usage of the time matrix. And um, as a sales manager or um, yeah, as, as soon as you take over the leadership of, of a team, organization structure of your time are like on top of the agenda. And, I mean, you have to give an example, you have 100% brain capacity when you get up in the morning. And uh, then when I start thinking about uh, what am I going to wear? What am I going to have for breakfast? How am I going to, to get to work? I needlessly lose percentages of, uh, of this brain capacity um, on, on trivial decisions. And the same thing actually happens in your calendar. So if you set blocks for the topics you want to work on and fill your calendar completely, then um, at the end of the week, you can you can draw up a time matrix that shows you exactly what kind of percentage and uh, hours of your time went into which kind of topics. And um, this way, you, you don't have to make useless decisions in between, like um, what do I do next, for example, because you planned your day and you can optimize your week, um, yeah, your time week by week. So uh, for the start, I think uh, that, that were my two tactical tips. 
Uh, hope that's fine. <laughs> that's amazing. That's really, really amazing, Michael. The first one I will be using from next week on immediately myself as well. So really, really good one. So what's your the most critical feedback that you got? And, and if I understood correctly, what you want to test is kind of are people bringing are they self reflect do they do they self reflect um yeah. and do they bring up are they honest do they bring up something actually i like the example that you brought because you said impatience because impatience in sales is something negative is something positive anyway you know you know yeah, the sdr yeah, who the is patient ah it's okay <laughs> they don't write me back for a week ah that's fine then exactly exactly and i mean like people um that give you honest feedback you will you will see that right because no one has a good answer on that question uh, directly no one shoots a direct uh, good answer everyone that really thinks about it and reflects uh needs some time right they need some seconds to think about it okay let me think about the positions let me think about the feedback i got and then when you see that it's something uh that um yeah um is for example like a really really deep uh, deep thing like okay uh, yeah I have to be honest that uh, at one point uh, I messed up uh, a deal because I um, understood things wrong I I was not not um, not good enough in my needs analysis or whatever then you see that this is like coming from from the bottom of of his um, mm. of, of of his health and yeah. Um, that's basically the thing, right? Um, you want to see if people show vulnerability, if they're authentic, or if they just want to play a record and then uh, mm. uh, be the, yeah, show that they are good guys, even if they're maybe not. Yes, I like it. Also, vulnerability is extremely high on our agenda as well. So the people share this and we look for mm -hmm. people. We want to create, I think it's a lot also about creating a culture where people can be vulnerable and sometimes mm -hmm. some people I feel like they haven't been that um, lucky in previous roles where this was really that, that that's something they would be felt or would feel comfortable with I guess but but still I, I really like um, that you look out uh, for that as well yeah yeah I mean vulnerability is a, is a big issue because um, I think it it starts with in general with feedback people are not uh, being yeah, are not showing that they are vulnerable because they they don't feel that they they can speak to to their managers, they can speak to the um, teammates, whatever. And um, I mean, I have an, an average of five to ten interviews a week uh, with candidates who who want to join our sales teams. And when they tell me what they wish from their uh, for their future employer, uh, ninety five percent minimum um, tell me that uh, they want to have constructive and honest feedback and further development. Um, and in my opinion, um, yeah, I mean, of course, it's super, super important that um, a good sales team is characterized by very clear expectations and goals, but also by an honest interest in making in each individual better, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and by that, I don't mean making sure that everyone plays, plays the same record, but having an individual multi-level development plan for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and what conversations with the candidates also show me is that in many sales organizations, things don't work like that. So you get very little feedback and there's only limited interest in promoting the individual. So I, I think in my opinion, this is the, the absolute basis for building sustainable sales teams, honest interest in getting people to where they want to go. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. For example, to give you a funny and alar also alarming uh, example, a candidate told me once that uh, his last feedback was um, like two or three years ago from his boss and his boss said, like he looked at his numbers and said, 
yeah, okay, so I think you need to make more sales. And that was the only feedback this guy got, right? A sales guy <laughs> from his manager, his boss. Wow. Within three years, right? So the people are not growing, you know, they, they don't know what they can uh, become in the company, what they can learn, and um, they, they don't even know how good they are or how bad they are doing. Mm. So yeah, yeah that's, that's a general issue, I guess. I have a thousand questions in different directions, Michael. I'm not <laughs> sure which one to ask first because you mentioned that you uh, that you interview about five to ten people. I know at the moment that a lot of sales leaders are looking for salespeople. How mm -hmm. do you find them? What do you uh, do? You have any advice on what you should do mm -hmm. to reach more people, maybe, and and get the the funnel candidates full. I mean, to get the funnel full, it's, <clears throat> um, I mean, you, you really have to invest also, of course, in employer branding, right? So uh, what you're doing is basically you, you need to be visible. And I think on the one hand, when you are a successful, fast growing company, uh, and uh, you see all over the media that you close series A financing, series B financing round, um, then of course people are attracted to uh, get in touch with you, right? And then of course you can also hire some agencies, hire some people uh, within your team to 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 bring you the the interviews. So I mm -hmm. don't think that's a that's a big issue. But to the biggest issue is to really find the, the to attract the real real A players. Mm -hmm. And that's, in my opinion, um, also um, has to do a lot with um, things like uh, your own company culture, how how the first calls are, for example, how what you you're, what you're transferring, uh, for example, to the to the candidate on the first call. And um, I mean, people um, who share the same visions uh, are always giving everything to to do their part, right? So in a fast-growing startup, for example, everyone pursues the same the same goals. Being part of a vision and steering and building a company together with colleagues gives you an incredible amount of motivation. And um, a strong corporate culture uh, has an influence in teamwork, but also on the external image of the company and um, on the, the decisions we make on an on a everyday basis. So, um, but above all, it gives individuals one thing: one thing it's it's well-being. And uh, if I feel good in my work environment, I have a vision in mind, then I give everything to do my part. And once I feel this vision, I want to follow it. So I think you really attract good people when you when you transfer this vision uh, already in the first calls, in your in your um, uh, LinkedIn profiles, in your whatever. Like uh, everything you do to attract new and new candidates needs to be linked to a vision you're transferring. Yeah. Yeah. See. How does your process look like, the hiring process? Uh, you are still really involved. I guess it, you made it your first priority anyway, which is, uh, I guess, what, what we would expect from a, from a sales leader. Um, do you have a certain process that people need to go through? Yeah, sure, sure, of course. I mean, like uh, the, first, the first point is, um, the first touch point um, is our talent acquisition team to have a, a screening call, right? To, to really pitch the company, to, to be like 100% on fire, to pitch the, the um, our financing rounds, the grow plans, the uh, how we how we are achieving our goals, what we are doing in the in the company, and and especially in the sales teams, because what what my goal for the company is, for example, is um, 
I mean, within the company, I want to build an academy, like a kind of an, a sales academy where people are trained to become great salespeople, um, also great leaders. And we are growing successfully and having the chance to be part of a fast growing company. In my opinion, that's a privilege. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has to be really pitched in the first calls also. So the process is first call with talent acquisition, then um, there's an interview and it depends on which kind of position because I'm interviewing SDRs, I'm interviewing junior sales managers, um, but also senior sales managers, enterprise, uh, mid-level. Um, I'm having a call one hour um, where I really dive uh, super deep, but also I'm still selling. I'm still selling. I'm not uh, the part who leans back and, okay, now uh, impress me. <laughs> but uh, for me, it's super important to really continue transferring the vision and continue transferring my vision of the company and of the sales team. Uh, because the people, they they will work with myself, right? With me as the manager. And um, when they agree what my plans are for the company and for the sales team, then they are willing to follow. They are willing to come into the company and to give everything. So, um, yeah. But the process, uh, in the end, uh, one hour interview with, uh, with me. And then um, sometimes, for example, like uh, enterprise sales, we are, we are also having a case study, for example where we have uh, another presentation, uh, but uh, that's it in the end. So mm -hmm. it's actually pretty pretty short and and fast. Yeah, and just case study for the enterprise uh, account executive. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. others don't, no exercises for the others. The, the exercise is actually a role play or sometimes two role plays in, a, in an interview with, with me. Okay, so uh, without I'm preparation. Also without preparation like on the on the first call um our talent acquisition team tells them of course I, they there might be a, a a role play um but yeah that's that's what i'm also doing i'm i'm having a role play with uh the first one is a cold call mm -hmm. for example i'm i'm giving the people time to prepare right so i'm 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 having a scenario and i'm doing a cold call and the second one is uh, directly the the pitch but um for example uh, whatever is product related doesn't is not of interest right is doesn't interest me but for me it's super important to see how people um use their their sales abilities uh, needs analysis for example what kind of questions do they ask how do they uh, introduce them themselves for example and especially what do you do in the in the in the end the next step right i'm trying to to challenge them and um yeah in the end they they also directly um give themselves feedback first, and then I, I will give them feedback. And um, in the end, if I'm, for example, um, not convinced that this person is uh, um, yeah, better than, than uh, minimum half of my, my team, for example, then I'm, I'm telling that also directly. I'm not sending any emails on the next day, hey, we, we found another candidate or whatever, but I'm telling this to people, to the people and um, also um, giving clear things uh, to, to work on. And that's what really makes also an, um, um, yeah, a big difference, a huge difference because people are super, super uh, thankful for that. And I've seen people, uh, yeah, they are sometimes uh, applying twice, three times, four times um, because they they really are totally into the company and uh, highly motivated into, to to join this 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 kind of company. Um, yeah, so so that's the process in in general. Yeah, love it. Very similar to mine, actually. I like that you chose the cold call uh, as well, so that the test 
like a mock-up cold call. It's a secret superpower. It's a, such a secret superpower. Like, I love it. <laughs> me too me too i love it and i only i want I, i basically that's one of my requirements or one of the so in the first call i do ask people what do you think about cold calling or what do you think about prospecting in general because i don't want to hire any aes any strs of course not but not nor nor any aes who don't want to prospect and it feel like i've never seen maybe you have not sure uh, i've never seen a top top a plus or a Uh, account executive who doesn't prospect. Yeah, 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 you're completely right. I mean, um, in the end, I mean, when, when you're a fast growing company, you, the people you bring in into the company are very crucial, right? Because um, that's a crucial process because people need to take responsibility and ownership from day one and like 100%. They have responsibility, they have ownership mm. um, over their own calendar, over the meetings. I mean, we have very specialized teams. We have um, a lead qualification team. We have an SDR team, a huge one. We have the sales managers, the AEs. We have a customer success team. But um, in the end, what I'm always saying in the interviews is um, I'm never going to discuss uh, with any uh, AE that will tell me um, I, I couldn't perform because the SDR didn't uh, give me enough uh, demos. So not going to happen, like really Same. not going to happen <laughs> because we, we always will have some bottlenecks, right? There will be always some bottlenecks and you will always have to have to prospect. You will always have to do some code calling. That's part of the job. That's, that's like basically that sales. Yeah, super yeah. important, definitely to have hunters. Yeah. I love it. And so you talked about, you talked a lot about this feedback coaching culture that you, that you want to live, that people, mm -hmm. uh, they come and they also feedback. Are there certain specific things that you do now inside the company, certain like mm -hmm. events with, the, for instance, we have a, uh, once, once per week, half an hour with the whole team where everybody brings in some moments of their calls, mm -hmm. like some, um, some parts of their calls they had where they felt like they fucked up or mm -hmm. they did well and then share it with the team and we discuss it and uh, and like this some part where I want people to bring stuff on. Do you have like specific? Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so uh, on one hand, what we are doing is basically uh, we are having a hot seat. A hot seat is basically one, uh, one hour a week, uh, Wednesdays, for example, uh, where the whole meet gets to get a uh, whole team gets together and um, then we are basically firing uh, objections uh, towards other people. So one of the guys is on the hot seat and then all yeah. of the team is firing with objections and this guy has to handle <laughs> all of the objections one after the other. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun. And then there's a small feedback round. Okay, what could have been better? What could have been um, uh, more authentic or whatever? Uh, so that's, that's what we are doing. But um, I think the, the second part, um, talking about the development and stuff, Uh, super important is also to have a clear and very good reporting. So what we are doing, we are having like three levels. The, the first level is uh, to have a weekly. That's pretty simple, right? You're talking about the the the, the past week, so um, reflection about all of the all of the meetings that took place, uh, learnings and stuff. The few uh, the coming week, um, the chances you have. But then um, we are having um, a monthly, also where we talk like really. Um, detailed about, uh, first of all, the quantitative targets. So 
um, how, how did I perform? How, uh, how much bonus did I get? And on the other hand, also the qualitative targets. And the qualitative targets are also soft and hard skills that I want to, um, want to develop throughout the, the next month, for example. And here, I think like the key, key, key is to have milestones and deadlines, to really have an action plan on each and every point and maximum three points because more is too much for a, for a month. But uh, here we really go deep into what kind of hard skills do we want to develop? What kind of soft skills? All right, perfect. So what I can recommend is maybe this in this book. Then uh, let's have a coaching session. Let's arrange a coaching session with an external coach. Or uh, let's, uh, let's see what kind of resources do you have within the team? Because hiring a, a diverse team is super important so that the people learn a lot from each other, right? So you have, mm -hmm. mostly you have many resources within the teams, but you're searching uh, for it in the internet. So always think about the team, right? Um, so yeah, have a clear path for the next month on, on, on soft skills and hard skills. Um, and then we have every six months a personal plan. The personal plan consists of also three points. The first point is um, that I really need to reflect what are my, uh, my personal drivers. Do I want to earn a lot of money? Do I want to travel? Do I want to have a lot of responsibility? Whatever. You define three personal um, drivers, how satisfied you are right now and what uh, suggest suggestion um, you have to, to improve those. Then the second part is what are your career goals in one year, in two years, three years and above. Um, and the third part is very concrete, is like related to the next six months. What kind of three core competencies do we need to develop to uh, bring you closer to your one year goal, to bring you there? Then we define that, but also with a concrete action plan and the, and the development path and milestones. So when people really see, okay, I am here right now, I can go there and I know exactly how to go there, um, then they are really pushing, then they're highly motivated. It's all just about a clear path and, and, and really good communication. I hope you don't tell me now, Michael, that you already had this after half a year uh, where you work now. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I, I'll definitely directly use that. Uh, that, that yeah, that, I can that I can really... share some share some documents with you. It's very very cool. Yeah, but it's, I also uh, learned it at my at my uh, previous company and um, Dr. Vip, um also very very good, uh, a good very good employer with, with an amazing sales school, uh, great training, and uh, there was like structures everything right. Um, that's what I learned there. Uh, so I'm I'm super grateful for that. Wow, that's impressive for a European company. That seems very, very far ahead. Uh, I feel like that's not yeah. something that how you do it. That's not very common out there, I guess. But because of the competition also, especially among salespeople that we discussed uh, today a lot, it's, uh, it's so important. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can, you're spending so much time at work, right? So um, it, it has to give you something. And for me, two things uh, should always be in the foreground. It's always fun and it's development, right? Uh, if I have fun in my job and I can uh, continuously develop myself, then I have a strong employer. And for me, fun at work, for example, is like really leaving the room for, for silliness. I mean, why not? Uh, there are enough serious issues uh, to keep everyone busy. So. Um, and the more comfortable I feel in my position, my company, the more authentic I am, for example, when talking to customers. 
So um, on the point of development, my task as a sales manager or a VP or whatever um, is to have a uh, really honest interest in uh, helping people achieve their goals, right? And um, their personal goals with everything I have actually, regardless of the nature of the goals. And if you fulfill these two points from development, uh, then the chances of attracting also top talent um, um, to the team are, are super good, yeah. Good point, fun. That's the last topic for today. Are there any um, events that you do to like create that fun, bring people together or anything else uh, that you have consistently in your, as you just said, with the weekly, monthly, uh, quarterly, which is incredibly <laughs> valuable. Do you also do some regular stuff so that people have fun and uh, where you see people are having a lot of fun with? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's like one one thing is, of course, to have some meetings. Like, of course, throughout the company, we have different kind of meetings, like uh, kind of happy hours where the team comes together and plays some online games like Scribble or whatever. Uh, that's super cool and uh, super fun. But I think on the other hand, um, what I also mean with fun is uh, to really not be too serious in meetings when we are talking also about KPIs and or when we are talking about uh, the new product features or whatever. So it's always good to to have a uh, yeah um, mm -hmm. some some super stupid and silly jokes <laughs> in, okay. in something yeah. like that you know because uh, anyways we are we are um, working very very closely together with the whole sales team so um, it's in my opinion it's it's really 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 helpful and and necessary to have a good connection to each other and through through uh, being funny or silly or whatever you will always always have a very good connection to the people of course when it's when it's getting serious uh you really need to make make a point right you're not the clown in this in this company but um on the other hand uh i think uh being fun and having fun within the team uh is super super important and yeah Sure, you can you can go for uh, for different meetings with with online games. We we are doing uh, team events on a regular base uh, to 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 bring the teams together because the company is working uh, remote. Like more more of more than half of the company is working remote from I think ten countries or something like that. Um, oh, wow! So that's also yeah, yeah. <laughs> sales but team as well. Everybody's uh, somewhere else, and you have some hundred percent remote salespeople too. Yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. Also, uh, more than half of them. Yeah, from different countries. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of a different different thing, right? Uh, you're not having everyone in the in the office, but um, uh, it gives you so much freedom, um, workation, whatever, like to work from whatever you, wherever you want. And when mm -hmm. you're doing inside sales, it's not an issue, right? It's not a problem. Um, of course, you have some check-ins, for example, to just uh, to just be aligned on on the day, daily performance of the daily demos and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that's basically what we are doing. We're bringing the people together in meetings to to also play some online games together. We are having an offsite, uh, but also team events on a regular basis to to bring all together uh, in Berlin, for example. Um, yeah, to see each other. So good. Michael time, unfortunately, is already up. Ah, already. <laughs> 30 minutes gone. It's so quickly. <laughs> you probably didn't, you probably didn't realize. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> so, um, I mean, one last question I have, mm -hmm. um, because 
yeah, you seem to know so much. You have so much. You're so structured. Um, where, what's your? Do you have a primary source where you get where you where you still keep yourself up to date with current knowledge? Are you reading um, some stuff? Are you listening to podcasts? What is what 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 do you suggest? Yeah, basically, I mean, I I was I was reading um, a lot. Um, so the 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 last books I, I can really highly recommend to anyone uh, is the the qualified sales leader. Uh, so that's like one of my favorites. Um, but also because we are we were building up the 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 whole enterprise sales department here at Kuzuno. Uh, I was also reading uh, Mega Deal Secrets from Jamal Reimers. Um, also, I'm, really I'm all through, by the way, because I bought it because of you last time. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's really yeah, good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So yeah, these these two books are um, are just amazing in my in my opinion. And you can uh, what I'm always doing is I'm I'm reading those books and then I'm writing down plans and processes and stuff and trying to to adapt to my to my organ organization and stuff. So um, yeah, reading uh, gave me gave me most of it. On the other hand, I'm, for example, also a member of uh, Pavilion. Uh, I don't know, you, you are also in, into, um, in Pavilion and uh, I've done the CRO school, for example, um, and a different kind of really cool schools that are offered. Um, so that's also where I, where I uh, talk to a lot of people from the sales uh, environment. Uh, to exchange uh, comp plans, to exchange uh, different kind of reporting tools, whatever. Um, so that's that's definitely is super valuable to um, to to have someone to talk to who is like in the in the same position uh, or have has done that already. What you're doing right now, yeah. Yeah. So I need to keep uh, I need to keep track of you, Michael, <laughs> and visit you <laughs> for sure. Hey, thank, thanks so much for joining, Michael. That was a pleasure. Um, I probably thanks learned and see you around. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank <laughs> you.